You should all see Neil. He's hard at work looking at the analytics. <laughs> looking at the dials and the lasers and the... Hey now. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the big show. Where I, the reason I'm studying all of the dials and lasers and everything is because I haven't done this in a week, baby, but we're back. Back, back, back again. Back, back, <laughs> back again. We know you've all been waiting for us. W-G-R-L. W-G-R-L. Radio. Radio. W-G-R-L-L. Radio. WGRL <laughs> Radio. This thing is. That's the only thing I use this only for. Only dance floor <laughs> professionals allowed. 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 Yeah, yeah, baby. Uh. Oh my god. So, so. Oh my god. We how are back. Have you been? I've been great. I have been. Traveling. I know everyone is wondering where the illustrious hosts of WGRL Radio have been. Well, I can tell you that I've been back to the homeland. I went back to Oklahoma. I saw my family. I've been busy. been working. You've been working. You've been getting your pussy pounded by work. Everything is... Pretty much. Everything is status quo. Um, yeah. That's kind of it. That's why we were away for a week. You know, when you're moguls, when you're podcast moguls, you need to take a week vacation sometimes and take care of some family business. Podcast moguls that still stay humble and record from their closet. Right. <laughs> we're still sitting in closets. Speaking of, let me close the closet door. Sorry about that. How unprofessional. Can't have Seriously? any ambient sound coming in. Um, But yeah, no, I was in Oklahoma, you know, I just like, I get to just, you know, you know me, I never have anything to complain about, (laughs) but... It's so true, Polly Sunshine. Oh yeah, everything is a sunshiny day with me. No, I mean, I've got to just bitch about the traveling, like, you know, this post-COVID world we live in, with like all this travel, like, it was like when you come to New York, you know how you always have those times where it's like a fucking nightmare and it's delays after delays you're supposed to leave at seven you leave at 10 well that's what happened i it was just like i was on delta sitting at LaGuardia, supposed to leave at seven then it's 7 30 then it's 8 30 then it's 9 30 then it's 10 it's just like oh my god well at least delta like has their notifications down like they tell you like it's unlike amtrak who like if the train's late or it's an hour late they don't care they don't send you any notification nothing it's just like oh no you can figure it out so they had that. Clearly, down. your train's not here yet, so just fucking wait. Yeah, just fuck you. Just go fuck yourself and wait. So you know, uh, you know, we get on the plane finally, and you know, again, this is like you know, first world problems. I mean, there's much bigger problems in the world to deal with. Yeah, to, I, to, I do want to say, like, I did t- when I texted you, and I was like, "Well, good God, did your plane go down?" And you were like, yeah. "I just got." On the plane. <laughs> yeah, it was 12 hours of hell. I left my house at 5. I did not get to my hotel in Oklahoma until 5 o'clock in the morning. And I was supposed to have been there at about midnight. So it was an extra five hours of traveling. I mean, it was just one thing after Ooh, another. Whoa. Waiting for the rental car. There was like probably, I mean, I'm thinking like 30, 
35 people in front of us. I mean, it was unbelievable. And everyone is so fucking stupid. Like, do you want insurance? Are you going to bring it back full of gas? And what's the other thing to ask you? Um, do you want to pay for tolls? That's pretty much the three questions, right? But you would Always. think that these fucking people have never heard of these questions. And they just stand there and they're like, oh, well, uh, I don't know. And they, I don't know. Well, uh, Bobby, what are we going to do? I was like, no to insurance, fill it up, and yes, tolls. Yeah, done. Right. Done. Done. I'm like, it was just maddening to stand there. And so I had to just, I put Howard in, Howard Stern. I had some stuff saved. So I just put him in and I just like said, don't look at the counter. Don't listen to the counter. Don't, don't just tune the counter out and just look down or look away, look outside and listen to Howard because you're going to be here for a long fucking time. And it was, it was an hour and a half at least <laughs> to get to the front, to, to the counter, to, to get the car. But anyway, whatever, again, first world problems. There's a lot of other things that, that could be, that could be wrong, but you know, it's just, it's annoying. People now are in their own world just doing whatever the fuck they want to do, like more than ever in this post, this quote unquote new normal that we keep talking about, where basically what everyone is doing is they're even more selfish and self-centered than ever. Than ever. Oh, ever. Like it's, I am so courteous. It's absurd. Like I'm always aware of the people around me. Am I in your way? Is my music too loud? Is my phone on? I mean, like, like I'm so nice and just considerate of people. People don't give a fuck anymore. It's maddening. Maddening. So anyway, that was you know the travel experience. But I made up for it. A a guy that was family, a gay guy, came up to me when I was in line to go to the to the ticket counter to see if I could get a window uh, seat, came up to me and asked me if he could help me. And I was like a third person in line. And I was like, oh, he's family. Anyway, he upgraded me to Comfort Plus on Delta. And he was like, here, man. Lovely. I know. He was like, I got you Comfort Plus. He was like, be sure and take advantage of the free drinks. And he like fist bumped me. And I was like, thank you. I was like, <laughs> love you so much. <laughs> I was he like, knew it. What he, were you? Is that were you wearing that tank top? No, but I, you know what I was wearing. I was tell wearing me. My, I was wearing the Alegria cap. Oh, I know. Yes, I know. I totally in my mind. I was like, oh my god. And then Lur called me. Lur did uh, like house partied me when I was in the airport, and he was like, like I was waiting on the guy to give me my ticket. You know, he was, and then he brought the ticket over there to me. And I said, oh, my God, Lord, did you see that? The guy just gave me an upgraded ticket. And I said, that's the power of the Alegria hat. One hundred percent. You just I'm going to tell you, you just made up my mind. Yeah. I'm getting on a plane tomorrow. And I was like, shall it be Alegria hat? Yeah. Is that what I'm traveling yes. with? Or am I traveling with Colorado Ripple? No. Boom! I am Boom. traveling with Alegria. Meanwhile, yes. I'm like, okay, this guy probably doesn't know what Alegria is, but I just think it's the energy of Alegria in the universe. 100%. He, I mean, he might have said, oh my God, I think this guy's a DJ. Totally. <laughs> or maybe he was like, what's Alegria? This guy's gay. Hmm. Okay, he's gay, obviously. Uh, I'm going to look up Alegria as soon as I get home. Yes. Alegria plus gay. Google. Do it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Get this guy upgraded as soon as possible. Now. Go, go, go. Stat. Go, 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 go. (laughs) If we only had a one seat, if we would have had first class, all you. Oh, totally. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? Meanwhile, I'm sitting there like, oh, it's the Alegria hat. I mean, how much of a nerd am I? Oh my it god. It is the Alegria hat. I <laughs> it love is. it. I I'm going to believe that it's the Alegria hat bringing me good airplane karma. 
and me putting good karma out when I was being delayed. You know, I don't care about being delayed. I don't mind it. I can sit at the airport. You know me. I love it. You can do it too. I was going to say, you were at your favorite place, like oh, yeah. drinking red wine, yes. getting drunk, looking yes. at people. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. I could do that. I mean, you could delay me for 12 hours. Although this did get a little weird. I was like, okay, I want. I kind of just want to fucking get this over with because I was kind of exhausted. So. I mean- 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. That's a long to land in Oklahoma. Well, I know. But you know what? I did the math on the return trip. It's about a, let's see, I left the hotel at 9 and I got home at 5. So what is that? 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So that's like a good 8-ish, 8-9 hour trip. But you lost two hours. Did you lose two hours or one? Well, you lose one Is Oklahoma one? It's one hour, yeah. So anyway, whatever. Boring, boring, boring. So uh, yeah, it was you know it was good. It was a good trip. We um, obviously the place I stay. There's a casino. There's a huge Indian casino. Um, I live in Durant. Or a casino in, in Durant. I'm oh, sorry. Yes. yes. Did I hear casino? <laughs> you did. <laughs> there's a casino. There's <laughs> oh, there's my favorite song. <laughs> Your favorite song, exactly. <laughs> But, you know, so there's a big Indian casino, uh, Choctaw Casinos, in Duran, Oklahoma. Shout out to them. Thanks for putting me up in a great hotel room. I got to stay in. I paid for it, of course. I'm not giving them a shout out because I got anything for free. Let me make sure to set the record straight. Um, but uh, I paid for my room. Choct- and it was Choctaw in the- Nation. <laughs> Sponsors of WGR Radio. Yeah, right. And we have our first sponsor. <laughs> um, but no, stayed in the new tower. There's a brand new addition that is, Heidi, it's as big as like, not MGM. It's not as big as um, a Caesar's Palace. I mean, it's like a Luxor type size. I would say the floor is about equivalent to it. I mean, it's fucking huge. That's huge. big. For, yeah. Yeah. And I love that you stayed in the new because you used to remember you used to have to get on the shuttle. Oh, correct. Yes, I had to, <laughs> no shuttle now. No. Now it's an elevator to the room. Oh, and you know that's the best. And like my family comes out and they drink and we go to the room back and forth. It's so much fun. I want you to come one day. We'll figure out a way. You've got to come. It's your 2022 trip. Yeah, it's just, we're just we're making it happen. It's so much fun. I mean, it's it is a blast. And the tables are great. They have dice and. We played. I played cards with the Iris, my aunt. So we did a ton of three card poker, a ton of um, blackjack. I mean, it was great. I left. I took out. I did the math. I took out seven hundred dollars to play with. I did five hundred, then two hundred. Because you know, with Rob, you got to take out increments at a time. You can't just take out seven hundred dollars at one time. His heart can't take that. It's like <laughs> you got to take out a small amount and then another smaller amount, and it's like okay, then he can like digest that. You have to take off little bites, right? <laughs> So I took out 700 and I came home with 500 in my wallet. So for four days at the casino, I only lost 200 bucks. That is a win in my book. I you played. Think so too. You literally played for four days yeah. and, and only lost $200. Yeah. Plus, uh, that's huge. Yeah. Hours and of entertainment. eating and drinking and tipping and gambling. In my book, that's a big W. That's a super win. Big win. I know. I thought the same thing. I'm like, I'll take it. Just because you save money going up to the hotel room to drink, right? So, yeah. But the thing it. that I wanted to talk to you oh, about, wait. especially, yeah. Do they charge for drinks there? Yes. Oh. So, that's why I want to stay at the... That costs a pretty penny to stay in the hotel, but you make up for it by going up there and filling up a huge Starbucks Trenta cup. With a vodka drink, <laughs> like a vodka cocktail. Yes, 
Yes, you do save money yeah. doing that. And and also the other thing that they do there that they don't do in Vegas, and anyone who gambles will understand this. But every time you play a hand of cards in Vegas, you don't have to put up any kind of an ante. But here, you have to put up fifty cents every time there's a hand of cards dealt. So yeah, it's fifty cents. But when you pay, play like you know twenty games, there goes ten dollars. When you play for four hours right. or twelve, sometimes like myself. And you know what? That three-card poker, that shit is fun. And that is super fun. I'm telling you, I got paid out 500 bucks on one hand. Oh, I, my god! I got a straight flush. A straight flush. <laughs> and and I was playing the six-card bonus, and I got a five-card straight flush on top of my three-card straight flush. Uh, you, they have bonus six there? Yes. Oh, my. Yes, girl. God, Becky. Yeah. Bonus six is my game. Is my dad's favorite. I love bonus six. Oh, my God. I love bonus six. <laughs> okay. You've got to come. You've got to come down there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I'm totally going down a like, okay, gambling good. hole here. See, Sorry. So, wait. They, oh, no. We're going down a gambling rabbit hole, but that's okay. But the thing that I wanted to talk to you about is just, you know, me and my observations of people and just, like, behavior like, it's so sad because where I'm from, there's there's not a lot of money. I mean, I grew up dirt-assed fucking poor. Like, we went through a time where Mother didn't know where she was going to get the money to buy her groceries. Like, she would go through the grocery store, God love her, and she would make a list of every item and how much it cost. And if I got something from the shelf and brought it back over to put it in the, in the basket, I knew I had to go find out how much it was when I brought it back over because she would say, how much was that? Even if it was a 23-cent can of tomato sauce. She would write it down on there because she would make sure that when we did when we got to the to the um, to check the, out to check out, she wasn't going to be embarrassed by not having enough money. She, I mean, you mm-hmm. know, hats off to her. She was a great mother, you know, in that in that regard, and just like making sure she took care of us. But that was that way. Like that's the way we all kind of lived down there. There wasn't a lot of people who had a lot of money, right? And so you know, it's kind of the same way. And because of Choctaw Nation, there's. A lot more money in the in the area now. It's kind of like had an economic renaissance because of the tribe and how big it is now with that casino and all the casinos in southern Oklahoma. But the thing that still exists is there are still a lot of super poor people. Like we are talking, they don't know where they're going to get their money to pay the rent. Or they don't know how they're going to feed their kids Like just like what mother was going through. But they're sitting there in front of those slot machines, feeding it their welfare money their food stamp money, whatever money. Like, I know you can't put food stamps in a slot machine, but you know what I mean. Any money that they were going to use to buy food. And you can see the, the, the desperation on their face. You can see it's like it's like they're sitting there on a, you know, I walked through the casino on Wednesday at 5 o'clock in the morning when I got there, or even on Thursday evening. It's like you see this look of like, oh, my God. Like, it's there goes my rent money. What am I going to do? But they're still pushing that button. Is it's, this going to be the win? Is this, this going to be it. the big win? This is going to be the one. This is going to be the one. And it's like, if you go to the that casino... That is what fuels casinos. Yeah. Right That's what keeps them open. It's sick. It is so sick. You can see those people, and then you can see the people who are there to have fun. The people who are having fun at the slot machine. But there's a look of desperation. A look of <laughs> sadness. Yes, that. They're like, they're, they're just, they're so hungry. For and they're also just like this. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because you don't even pull a handle. No. Anymore. You, go, you push a button, and it's all electronic. It's like, guys, 
that is not the game to play. If you just if you want to sit there and have fun and put the money in there and you've got the money to blow, okay, <clears throat> take five hundred bucks, put it in there, and just watch it go away. But like these people, that you can tell, Heidi, they are so poor. I mean, they have nothing. They have nothing. And maybe I'm making a judgment of judging a book by its cover, but no, I'm not. It's just so sad, and it's like I, I looked at that several days. And I'm like, this is just fucking crazy. I, I'm like, I, I could not even imagine living my life like this, where a casino is fucking driving. Well, like, and it's gambling. It's like people that will take every last penny and buy scratchers or buy lottery tickets because yeah. they're going to hit that big number. Oh, yeah. Going to get that big number. Gambling is like, you know, it's open air addiction. Hey. Well, someone called it like uh, scratch offs, a guy that I know called it a tax on the poor and i was like what and he's like yeah only poor people are buying those really because it's like it's their chance to strike it rich it's like how many rich people are paying for lottery tickets how many rich people really go out and buy those scratch-offs and buy all those lottery tickets to try to strike it rich none none (laughs) i'm like three because the wives are bored so they go buy hundreds and thousands of dollars a year in scratchers right or and they have the and they have the money but that's a good point what you just said tax on the poor it's a tax on the poor it really is it's a tax on the poor because you're you're pinning your your wealth or the 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 prospect of them striking rich on their hopes and dreams i mean it's 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 a sick sick system now I love gambling. It is, and I love gambling. I love it so much. <laughs> I love it so much. Well, we don't have a problem with it. That's the thing. <laughs> but if if everyone was like us, then there would be no casinos. Because... Then there would be no casinos. <laughs> I'd be playing in dirty back back room poker games. Yeah, like I mean, if everyone was like Rob, as soon as as soon as they won fifty dollars, they would be out the door. It's like fifty five. Oh yeah, five dollars. Yeah. Be like, oh if... my god, it's a great night. Rito's oh. like, oh my god, I won ten dollars. I'm going to bed. Yeah, totally. I'm like, I'm down three thousand, and I'm taking three thousand more out to win six thousand. Oh my god, that's what Iris did. Iris went to the bathroom. She was down probably two, three thousand dollars. I mean, she had a horrible night on Saturday night, and she went. She was like, "I want you to walk me to your to my car, Neil." So I said, "Okay." So I got walk her to the bathroom. She's about to come out. I'm going to walk her to the car. She comes burning out of that bathroom. She goes, "I'm going back to that fucking table, and I'm going to win my goddamn money back." And she got. <laughs> She got dealt two hands, and on her second hand, she won $800. Oh, my God. I love that. I was like, look at you. Oh, my God. Because you put it out there. You've got to put it out there. You've got to put it out there. (laughs) You do. You really do. (laughs) It's awesome. I love it. Um, oh, that just totally made me like. I got a little chicken skin. I was like, "Oh, it's well, time to go to the hill." <laughs> it's, I was going to say, you have gam- You can gamble near you. I mean, we don't really have that here in New York. You don't. You can go to the hill and gamble, play some cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, throw some dice. Yeah, I've told my dad I'm going to take him to the hill soon. Yeah, you should. Um, oh, but yeah, no, that was pretty much the Oklahoma trip. Then I got home, and I was so excited because I had not cleaned my asshole out in six days. And so I, the first thing I did as soon as I got home, I got home at probably like five thirty, six o'clock on that Wednesday, on uh, that Monday, and I went in the bathroom and I spent, I was kid you the fuck not, a good like thirty minutes in the shower total, like start to finish. Usually my shower is about ten minutes. I spent like thirty minutes in there because I was cleaning my ass out like a motherfucker. <laughs> like there was so much impacted stuff, let's just say, in there. That I mean, I was like, it just fucking kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. I'm like, wow, 
this is amazing how much like <laughs> shit you have up in right. you. Literally. Literally. Like everyone should get a shower shot. Like we should be teaching how to like kids all of all ages like how to clean their asshole out. Like this it's is true. liberating. Like everyone should get a shower shot and learn to clean their ass out. Agreed. It is so fucking great. I love it. <laughs> it is great. I love it. I remember the first time and I was like, this feels a little weird, but I guess I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then you're like, wow. It's like Kitty says, if you're having a bad day, yep. shower shot changes your whole perspective. It will turn any bad day into a good day. As day. Soon any as bad you, day into a good day. As soon as you douche, it will turn any bad day into a good day. <laughs> it is a fact. It's a proven fact. I mean, that's why I think it's like we should be teaching. There should be a class if you want to take it in school. How to douche. I mean, it is. Well, maybe we'll maybe we'll teach everyone here on the show. We should. We totally should. Maybe we should get Peaches to do it. She's never really done it. I don't think. Like with the, with the, with the one in the shower, <laughs> we oh, could just God. like take a microphone in there and just like make her do it. Like and watch her. <laughs> She'll be screaming. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, that's great. But yeah, I love the shower shot, and it was great. I was away for five days, and coming back to that was the greatest gift. I was like, oh. And after I got out of the shower, it's just like it feels so good. So good. It's like Christmas, and you didn't have to even worry about the supply chain. Oh, I know. (laughs) Right, the supply chain, which is like completely (laughs) fucked up now, right? Isn't that what all the right-wing people are saying, is that Christmas is canceled because of the supply chain? And you know what? Good, because we have so many spoiled little fucking brat kids out there that they should have to learn that Christmas isn't about you get spoiled all year, and then you just get fucking shit spoiled on top of it in December. Right. Go without. Go without. Make your gifts. Do something different. I don't know. I was was bitching about this to my sister last Last night, it was just like God. Change Christmas, not don't make it such a. Uh, it's insane. People are like, "Oh my God, I had to finish all my shopping by July." I'm like, "Oh, oh don't get me started. Don't even get me started." Yeah, like, um, yeah. Uh, my brother and sister in law sent me pictures of uh, a Costco at the beginning of October. Christmas stuff is I, out. Yeah. I took pictures of it in late September, beginning October. They had two trees up, and I was like, I hate this so much. I mean, I I know we've bitched about this here before, but I'm like, ugh. I'm never going to stop bitching about it. Just FYI, if you don't like it, turn the channel or whatever. Like, I'm never going to stop bitching about Christmas coming in fucking September. Like, get a fucking grip. So (laughs) dumb. I hate it. So dumb. It makes me, you know what I realized too? It makes me appreciate, and here I am talking about Christmas, but it makes me appreciate that my parents never, Christmas was for December and December, and that it didn't even really start in the house to like decorating and everything till like the 10th, the 15th. And then it was like, oh, right. So I love that. You know, there was never a tree up in our house in November, ever. Yeah, I mean, like, I know that there's a tradition to put the tree up the day after Thanksgiving, which, okay, that I can kind That's of... That's a tradition to drink some more because you're fucking hungover. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> now, I agree. I could go both ways on that. Like, once we get past Thanksgiving... Now, Black Friday, take that off the table altogether. To get I don't that even shit, know what that means. Get that shit... Uh, that should be outlawed. Like, there should be a national law against Black Friday. All retail should be closed. That is yep. the most ridiculous thing. But, like, okay... Getting together and putting the tree up the day after Christmas. All right, I guess I can get behind that. But I guess I can, but I still won't. But still, I mean, like, but in October, in September, 
this is out of fucking control. That just is shows we have way too much fucking money and are focused on the wrong fucking things in this fucking country. Pisses me off. Well said. Well said, my yeah. friend. Uh, can we just go talking about cleaning up my asshole again? I know we should. That makes you so happy. It just puts I love a little it. twinkle in your eye. Oh, and you know what? I'm going to do it again tonight. I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not That's even to good. get fucked either. It's just like, it's just a nice cleaning of the asshole out. <laughs> cleaning out of the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So good. So what did I do while you were traveling? Yeah. Let's what see. did you do? Continued to get finger banged at work, but getting better, you know. Good, good, better. good. So that's just boring. Um, yeah, nothing. I guess some family stuff. Always look forward to weekends. I did go see. I went to see the Van Gogh Immersive. Mm, okay. I've heard so much about this. People yeah. fucking talk about it. It was like started here in New York and then it went to LA and now it's everywhere. It's like, yeah, yeah. what what is that like? So um I think it's overpriced, but how much was it? Fifty four, basically fifty five dollars for like a thirty minute perspective and movie don't you sit in the middle of a big room and 3d esque yeah and it's projected all throughout the whole room so it's dark and the music is really good yeah and it's just all of his different paintings and they've done stuff where the paint is moving okay it was really cool and you know what i'll pay i say it's overpriced i'll pay 55 dollars to go do something different like that any day right totally yeah it was great we Rita really enjoyed it. I loved it. You know, I was watching Rita, and he had Shazam on almost the whole time, so he could figure out what music was being so wait, played. Was it? It was put to like current music, music, or like, like current. Oh, music? Oh, all different. There was orchestra. There was kind of creepy. Uh-huh. There was really beautiful music. So all different. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was cool. Definitely, I, mean, I, I like I mean, it. I, I would suggest it. I'm intrigued because I love Van Gogh and everything. Would... I love his art, but I like to go to the Metropolitan Museum of Art and actually look at it like up close. Yeah, because you know you have to really look at his brushstrokes and how he used that thick oil painting to really appreciate what he did. So you, but you would really appreciate this because of okay. because of that because they really. You know, there's a lot of focus on the brush and how the color comes off the page and creates. Okay. The it, it was it was great. I would hi, I would highly recommend it. All right. I mean, I would I would go. I mean, did you partake since um, uh, Mary Jane is legal in uh, Colorado? Did you partake in a little enhancement? It is to to make the experience a little better. I did not. You did not. Okay. Yep. All right. I did not. No. Nope. I'm trying to wonder. I'm I trying am, to think. Uh, would I? Huh? I'm trying to think of what I to partake or not because absolutely you should. I don't know. It makes me so paranoid. I don't like to do it. Well, but see, it's one of those things. There's only so many tickets sold, so you're not packed. There's people that sit on the floor. There's people that have some cushions. There's a bunch of benches and seats. Okay. It's 30 minutes. So you're not like, uh, like sardines around a bunch of people. You could easily, and it's dark, right? So no one's like looking at you. They're all looking at the walls. Oh, uh, 
Okay, maybe you know, there's that, no yeah. focus on you whatsoever, okay. and then you just out through a little gift area and leave. Thirty minutes, huh? Well, that does seem short for fifty-five bucks. Yeah, but as you know, it's funny because I thought about it. I'm like, oh, I think it's expensive, but then I just kind of did a retrospect and just thought about what I saw, and it was pretty incredible. Some of the work that they took, like there's 3D, just like brush strokes that they had like moving oh, like circular okay. motions like it's not just like they put some stuff up and they took it down it was very it was really it was pretty it was pretty impressive what they did in interact not interactive but just yeah. how they would bring the perspective or how they would bring something up and then really bring it out to focus on the light of that, how the light was painted and then come down for like a darker oh. painting. And I yeah, guess it, was, gotta, it was well done. Really I guess, well done. Yeah. I guess I got to kind of like just go do it and see it. See how, what's, see I what's up. I think you should. Yeah. I All think right. you should do it. I think Rob would hate that. I think Rob would be like, what oh, the fuck? Oh, he would absolutely, he would stand there just like, why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I don't think he would get it. I mean, I think he would pre- respect it, but I think he would be like, okay, this is kind of boring. Well, and if he doesn't really like going to art museums and no. doing that thing, he, then no, then don't go. It's not his favorite <laughs> thing. <laughs> not his favorite. <laughs> Maybe he'll correct me. I don't know. Rob, tell me if that's wrong. Yeah. That's fair, though. That's fair. Um, I was reading an article on the airplane. I don't know. I downloaded some some shit. I don't know. Some mashup of things and of I guess it's like recommended articles or something. I downloaded this thing. I don't know what it was. But it's I guess they it was targeted for me because there's this article in DJ magazine where they talk about the Nighttime Industry Association has done some kind of analytics, which I love analytics. <laughs> and they've measured that about eighty six thousand jobs have been lost in the in the UK in the nighttime in the in the nighttime industry due to COVID, and I was like, that is like super interesting that they were able to measure that. Like, I guess they took that's a lot. I know, and I was like thinking about like all of our clubs that we go to, and like you know the dance floors that we've been to, like here in the U.S. And I'm like, I wish that they would do this same study here in the U.S. because this is just UK based. It's called the Nighttime Industries Association, which I'm like, I'd kind of like to work at the Nighttime Industry Association, <laughs> like. <laughs> What is I that like? I think you might start looking into that. <laughs> yeah. For, for your... <laughs> uh, I think I could crunch some numbers for the Nighttime Industry Association. Let's just go and ahead. And you could do some research and development um, for I the could, nighttime research. I could definitely do some hands-on observational research. 100%. Are you going to need me to go on that business trip? I, and I think I, you're going to need a plus one. I'm you're going to need someone to really like knock ideas off of. I'm your gal. Yeah. I'll even bring my phone. I think we're going <laughs> to. I think I'm going to need an assistant. I think it's going to have to be you. Like I'm. Oh, like, and I'm good at assisting at nighttime industry work. <laughs> not, isn't that great? Nighttime industry association. I'm not making that up. I wrote it down specifically. I know you're not. I love that. Because I'm like nighttime industries association. That is sounds like a fabulous place to work. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like probably can one you of the, go make, can you go create us a division to run yeah like a fortune 500 <laughs> company one of the best with the top 50 places to work not time industry association <laughs> like that should be number one on the lists of best places to work right <laughs> like like come on <laughs> but no like uh i guess they've done all this research on the uh revenue you know box office box office meaning um uh, door tickets and you know tickets to different shows and DJs, 
and they've estimated based on revenue loss that it's equates to about 86,000 jobs. And I was like, that sucks because that's one of the things I've always said about COVID. Like as much as I love sitting in my office and sitting in my hole here and you know, I, that's the one thing I love is that COVID has <laughs> allowed me to do that. I hate the, what it's done to the performance industry, the nightlife industry, the restaurant industry, like those people that depend on those jobs. I fucking hate that that's happened. And so 86,000 in the UK, it's kind of a lot, but I guess they're, they're advocating for no increases on alcohol. Like I think the UK government was going to increase the alcohol tax. Um, they were also saying don't institute a vaccine passport because that would deter people from coming back to the club because a lot of those people won't be vaccinated. So they don't want to institute a passport because that'll, that'll shun people away or, you know, deter people from coming to the club. So I don't know. I thought it was an interesting article. I thought it was it was an interesting read in terms of, you know, what they were researching yeah. and kind of what they're advocating for. Because it's like it just goes to show this that the, the comeback has not happened yet. There's still there's still a lot. And like I was talking about when um, our friends were here and we went down to the boiler room down mm-hmm. in here in New York and how empty it was. It's like the bar scene is different. It's things. It's not. It's not going to be the same. I don't think. I think. 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 Some things are changing. Some things changing for the good. And, you know, a lot of those jobs won't be recovered probably, but I think other jobs will probably be born from that because, you know, I hope. something else creative or not life, something will happen with those people. So I don't know. I thought it was interesting. And we know we discussed well, like, happenings of, of about not life here. So I thought that was something that I, all of our listeners should know about. Absolutely. It makes it sometimes it makes me a little nervous. Yeah. Like is nightlife the way we know and love it. Yeah. Like, is that really, what I say, is it going to, you know, take a turn and really change? But then I see, you know, DJ Sindal at, you know, the pink party in Mexico and it's fucking off the hook. So I'm like, oh, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think those big clubs, like, the you know, like we like to go to our certain DJs and the big clubs that have these different, you know, these big mega headlining events. I don't think that's going to necessarily change, but I do think like the smaller bar scene you know, maybe like yeah. the like the dive bar top scene that is maybe like just it's just doesn't have enough. There's not enough people. Yeah, interest that used to be a different sort of habit, right. and then that habit was removed from their life. Like yeah. you said um, on our last show, if anybody listened, but that maybe you know the house party is really yeah becoming more of that intimate, like a house party. You can have twenty people at a house party, and you know it's like going to a dive bar, right? <laughs> I mean, like, with a nicer setting, maybe, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, the whole BYOB. thing about, like, going out to the bar with coworkers after work, like, is that going to come back? Yeah, it will. I've never been one of those people. But, like, you know, Wednesday beers at, you know, whatever place, that hole in the wall that you used to go to probably won't be there. Like, it'll go to a different place. Like, I don't know. It's a readjustment, I guess you could say, of, like, the balancing, yeah. the balancing of where people go and kind of what's left. I don't know. Ah, uh, COVID. COVID. Hey, hey. Yeah. Did you speak about nightlife? <laughs> Not really, but did you go and watch uh, Kim Kardashian on Saturday Night Live? I did. Oh, did oh, you? Oh, my God. So what I'd did like you to think? hear your opinion. <laughs> oh, I'd like to hear your opinions. <laughs> I asked you first. Okay. Um, You know, I liked that she did it. I don't think that acting is her strong suit. I think we all understand that. But right. I think that she did a good job, considering that she's not an actress. She was probably shitting herself. You know, she doesn't stand up in front of big audiences like that and have to perform. I think she did a good job. I think that she 
they paid her a shitload of money, I think. I don't know if these people do this for free, but the Kardashians don't do anything for free. Now, I don't think Lauren pays. I don't think he does either, but I'm like, but part of me is like, my, this is why I think that she was paid. Because the stuff that they wrote for her to say, I mean, it was like some pretty, pretty scathing. racy stuff. Oh my God. I was like, Damn. Thoughts on her monologue? Holy uh, shit. No. Like she was throwing everybody under the bus and I was like, okay. they There had... wasn't a bus she didn't drive that My night. God. And that's the only reason why I was like, okay, they had to have paid her to say this. Like, it's almost like you give me a, you, you meet my price. I'll say anything you want to. It's kind of where my mind was. I mean, that's kind of the Kardashians though. Right. You pay me, I'll do it. I'll say anything you want to. Right. <clears throat> But like, okay, to your point, Lauren, I don't think Lauren is giving her $20 million to come on that show. I think it's a privilege no. and an honor to host Saturday Night Live. And it's- and 100%. It's, and it's a give and a take. He gets as much as she gets from it. That's the, that's right. the deal, really. But, but there are terms. There is a contract. There has to be. There has to be some kind of, you don't just walk on and then like, I'm here, like there's a contract of some sort. And yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what it is and that's yeah. a Lauren thing, but yeah. Yeah. So but what did you think about like the jokes? I mean, I thought some of so them were- So I loved her monologue, fuck. her opening, because she was just like cutting down the forest trees. Oh my God. She had a hatchet, at, she literally had a chainsaw. Just, oh my God. It was fucking, Rob and I watched it together, and I was like, God! <laughs> Just like Kanye, her mother, her mother's oh, boyfriend, the gold digging The gold jokes. digger. And how she, if right. she could see, what she said something about. If I don't know what it's like to be a gold digger, but I guess I'll ask my mom's new boyfriend. I asked my mom's new boyfriend. And then she said something about, like, she was like, oh, if my mom could see such and such coming, I don't know how she couldn't see Caitlyn coming. Or right. something like, I was like. God, like it was over and over and over one thing after another. I mean, they lined another. him up and she knocked him down. I love that she took a piece of her full head to toe black from the Met Gala and she from neck down, high neck down, all the way covering hands, feet, everything in her pink velvet yeah. um, on stage. I thought that was cool. That I pink was amazing. They, it was amazing. Yeah. And, she looks flawless in that color. She looks amazing. I mean, she looked gorgeous. She looked so good. Yeah. She's actually, I do think that they wrote some cute bits for her. I think they did, too. That's why I say, I think, like, you know, she's not an actress. You know, she, we, we get it. Like, I mean, I couldn't do that. I mean, that's, like, hard to fucking do. And you've got, you know it's live. You've got an audience sitting there. Millions of people are watching at home. That is so what about the lineup they brought for their bachelor? Oh my god, Amy Schumer, star studded <laughs> Amy Schumer comes on in her mother frock as a lesbian. That was so good. <laughs> that was so so good. So good. I yeah. mean, and those Rick Senna. I'm not really said Rick Senna. Was <laughs> it Rick Senna? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You're thinking about Alegria still. Yeah, Johnson. Wait, who? Chris are you Rock. Like it was just like one star after another as her. Oh bachelors. right. Yes, it was. Right. I thought right. that was super cute. What was some of the other bits? I mean, we watched the whole thing, but. I guess the bit that they did about the uh, moms going to the nightclub and then they're like, I just go out to 
and then they show her sleeping. She's like, oh, I yeah, love to yeah, be yeah. in the VIP and I dance in that night. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> As old lady, or not old ladies, but basically moms that go to the nightclub. Yeah, that was good. That was really Oh my good. God, I'm sorry. Neil is like literally wipe. He is... He's got an itchy nose, and you're making my nose itch, because and I'm having to scratch my nose watching you itch your nose. I've had a runny nose since I got back. Like, I felt like I thought I had COVID after I got back from Oklahoma. Ugh. I actually thought I had COVID. I went last night and got a COVID test because I was like, um, I wanted to check to see if I had it because if Rob had it, I was going to tell Rob not to come up here this weekend. But right. it was negative. It was just completely a solid blue line. So Good. I was like, okay, at least I don't have COVID. I guess I maybe got like some kind of like. You're not pregnant and you don't have COVID. Not Solid pregnant, blue line. That I'm is not fabulous. Pregnant. Thank God. I don't think I could take on the responsibility right now. I think my plate is full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen. Oh, hey, man. you got it. Yeah. Oh, is somebody asking you something from the back from the back office? Uh, well, no, I was going to play you this stuff that I found. Um, Ooh, I want to hear new stuff. Give yeah. me some clips. I was going to give you some clips of, I found this, like, there's evidently this, like, like segment of disgusting men, which of which <laughs> we know there are a lot of, who are, like, obsessed with or, like, kind of role-playing with this T-Rex porn. Like, you know that T-Rex outfit, that T-Rex costume that you see everybody wearing that's so hysterical? Like, I think it's it is, actually- like, I die laughing every time I see I it. I do, too. Why is that? Because it's so funny because you it see is, it because it's like this happy T-Rex with those little arms yeah. and you see this big waddling T-Rex. <laughs> I mean, I it, whoever designed that, I mean, they're millionaires now. and it's Brilliant. I mean, it's so brilliant. I mean, it's so fucking brilliant. I actually saw a group of guys that wore those to the dance floor. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, why the fuck are Heidi and I not wearing those to the dance floor? Like, because super cute. I, well, I should if to do a sweat out in Correct. one of them. <laughs> well, it would be fun to wear them to the dance floor and then take them off and throw them away. Or throw, would them, be. or throw them to the side or hide them somewhere like we do when we're on the dance floor. <laughs> um, but so, yeah. So there's like this segment of people who I guess are into this T-Rex porn. And so I pulled some clips of this girl who is fucking this guy in a T-Rex <laughs> costume. So he has the full I costume on, like, you know, like the one you've always seen. And she's doing it for a live webcam because you can hear like the money, like the the ringing of like whenever it gives her tokens. The tips. And it's like she's even cracking up in some of these clips that I have. I have a few here to play that are like super funny, but just like listen to her. Like this guy has got a massive, massive dildo on. Like it's the biggest fucking dildo I've ever seen. So it's like a strap on dildo on top of the the (laughs) The T-Rex. T-Rex. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, why can't he just fuck her with his own dick? Like that's what I don't understand. Because it wouldn't be funny. <laughs> it wouldn't be funny because the, his little dick, as big as it could be, like whatever, would still not be big enough to compensate for the size of the T Rex costume, right? Well, because so need... they're trying to make it like he has a T Rex cock. Correct. And so I mean, it's this massive, massive dildo. Listen to this. Listen to this. Is her talking about how big how how big his fucking dick is? Which it, it's she's <laughs> she's cracking up. Like you can tell she's losing it because it's so ridiculous. Big fat T Rex caught in my tight little pussy. Oh, that little pussy. Yes. Oh my god. Aww. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god, your dick is so big. Oh my god, wow. Oh, <laughs> you can hear the rustling. You can hear the rustling of the costume. 
They're making T-Rex noises. I know. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And here she here she is saying, telling you to eat her eat her pussy, eat my tight little pussy. Like the way she says it is just her, eat my tight little pussy. Who's getting off on this? Like who's saying that? People are gross. <laughs> Mr. T-Rex. I know, isn't that great? You want to eat this pussy, Mr. T-Rex? That is so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Fucking pussy. <laughs> oh, wait, I love that. When she eat my fucking pussy. Hold on. Come on, T-Rex. Yeah, listen. She starts laughing. She starts laughing. She does. So ridiculous. And then meanwhile, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, this is the kind of fucking OnlyFans Heidi could start. Like, <laughs> seriously. I mean, honest to God. I mean, you really don't have to show your pussy. I mean, it's a fake dildo. Okay. I mean, it's the camera is so far away. He's running around in this costume chasing her. And it's just so <laughs> dumb and over the top. And I'm like, God, people are paying for this. People are. T- oh, God. It's crazy. What is this? She's oh, she's telling him to give her her best, your her his best roar in this one. Oh, good. Pretty little pussy. Who thought to of talk. the word? Yeah, who, who thought of that word? Pussy. <laughs> Pretty little pussy. What did she say? Hold on, I gotta hear it again. It's so good. <laughs> You're going to have me fucking roar. Well, yeah, you want this pretty little pussy to come? Oh, to come. To come, yeah. Oh, stick that fucking dick in there. Oh, yeah, you want me to fucking come? Oh, yeah. Yeah, something tells me this is not really what it sounds like when you're getting fucked. No, it doesn't. It's over the top. Oh my god! I mean, it's so ridiculous. I mean, where do people think of this stuff? All right, I only got one. I'm only going to torture you with one more because this is, I think, maybe the best one. This T-Rex puts it in the wrong hole, and she tells him, but she, she's cracking the fuck up, and then she gets back into it. Watch the video. I mean, she's obviously dying. She is barely <laughs> keeping it to fucking together. But I'm just like looking at this, and I'm just like, "What is next? Like, what? 
where are we going? Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it's like, okay, if that floats your boat, it's kind of like what I was talking about. If you want to be a drive around in a car and be a car top and a car bottom. And, car bottom. Yeah. Oh, uh, my goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just wild. I love to find those different pieces of the internet with, like, porn and fucking. It's just, like, out there into this, like, weird genre that people like get off on. Oh, like when someone was telling me the other day, I need to look this up. I don't know how that you can like I could record this for the show, but there's like I guess this whole genre of porn called like ruined orgasm porn. So it's like you're sitting there and you're like jerking off like and you're like in a bathroom or something, like in a private bathroom, like in a stall somewhere. But then like and like you're about to come and you're like oh and you're like uh, and you're like about to shoot your load and then like all of a sudden someone comes in like goes like and like knocks on the door and like interrupts your orgasm and like ruins your orgasm and so it's like you're like oh and then it's like you like lost it but you didn't come it's like a whole <laughs> thing of like trying to get yourself to the point of coming and then someone like interrupts you and like prevents you from coming it's called ruined how or- is that high? I don't know but it's called ru- <laughs> I swear to god it's called ruined orgasms Oh, I believe you. And it's like, because if anyone's going to find it, you will. I will find it. I will find one. I don't know how to like play it on the show because it's more of like, I guess, a visual thing, but I'll see if I can find one. Someone just told me about this and I was like, oh shit, I need to go look for that. Ruined orgasm. Like, I can, like, that does not sound pleasurable at all. (laughs) No, it doesn't. (laughs) Oh my. So, um, Succession, what I know that you don't watch, started. But, no, this has nothing to do with the show. Okay. Well, just a little bit. But I was just like, oh my God, Neil! So, show's happening, all the stuff, love it, love it, love it. There's this scene that Kendall Roy goes... He's, you know, the end of last season, he's literally, like, going for the corporate takeover of his dad's company. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, he's got to be rushed away, and he's got to have a place where he can have these meetings in this first episode. And he goes to his ex-wife's house, which is a Manhattan, gorgeous, amazing, you know, penthouse, perfect apartment, right? So at one point he's talking to her and he goes to have this conversation with her, like in this hallway, almost like she's in this, like there's this pass through possibly like, you know, from the kitchen to a dining area, kind of a pass through there. It could have counters and stuff. Guess what wallpaper is in the pass through. Shut up. In the fucking show. Which one? The my butterfly wallpaper? Your butterfly wallpaper with the white background. Oh, really? So, yeah, the Christian Lacroix wallpaper. The Christian Lacroix wallpaper. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God. And Rita's like, oh, relax. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Neil's wallpaper. Oh, so my I God. Te- that's why I texted. And I was like, has anybody started succession? Oh, and I okay. didn't want to give it up because I know that they saw it. So I didn't give it up. Yeah, yeah. But I I mean, I try to watch that show. I mean, it's I mean, they obviously have great taste. They have the Christian Lacroix wallpaper up. <laughs> um, but I tried to watch that show. I tried to watch the first like five or six episodes of the first season and I was like, 
I thought the writing and the acting was bad. I know that's what you said, and I, I love bad. it. I mean, I have a very high bar, but, and that was not me meeting it. Yeah, and by the way, no, I you have just a pretty now, high bar, but still. you do you do have a high bar, which surprises yeah. me that you like it. But like that's season three, right? That just started. Yeah, just started. Right, last and so Sunday. you're talking about he's going to do something about the corporate takeover of his father's company. Like it sounds like that show just does nothing but repeat itself over and over and over. No, this is new. He's no, he's not, he hasn't tried to take it over yet. This oh, is like a okay. But anyway, it, I didn't want. I don't want to get into the show. Right. I know you don't okay, like yeah. it. You don't watch yeah, it. Right, but right. I had to tell you that they have the Christian Lacroix wallpaper. Well, I can go find the <laughs> scene just to watch that, just to see you, that. That's what you should do. Just go see that scene. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. But I am up to, um, it American Horror Story. Oh yeah, where are you? Murder House. Yeah. She was just sent to the loony bin. Oh, who? They have Con- just. Who? Connie-, Connie Britton has just been. Okay. Committed. Uh, I got to refresh myself. Okay. I won't do it on the air, but okay. Yeah. There's, but anyway, there's some she's other just stuff. been committed. There's some other stuff I want to ask you. I don't want to do it now. We'll, we'll go. Yeah, we're not going to we'll do it. We'll talk about American Horror Story. Um, yeah. We already have, but we will. So just just letting you know where I am. So like how many more episodes of the season do you have? Season one, Murder House. I don't know. I still think like four. Oh four God, five, you need to get it together. I am try <laughs> Like I'm I am, almost I watched I'm I'm, I'm busy. Uh, yeah, uh huh. I'm on the on the airplane, I watched three episodes of Hotel. <laughs> on the way back I watched three episodes of Hotel and I've watched two episodes since I've been back. So I'm in eight deep into Hotel. I'm almost so done. So I was with that. gonna ask you because i actually just i have to download hulu for my phone and because and i need to do that tonight while i pack because that's what i'm going to watch yes yes on the airplane yes yes yes. going to new orleans yes Yes. new orleans all right we've got to do it it's time oh my god is it it's time waiting hit it yeah baby Another week on Heidi's Dance Floor Sports Corner. Welcome, everyone. Oh, my God. I'm so exhausted from dancing to DJ Paolo. I'm going to go over to the corner here and get a break. Woo! I need to fan off. I need to get a cocktail. I need a cocktail. (laughs) Yeah. Glass of water. Maybe some betting money in my pocket. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to go collect my bets over the so this fantasy football league that I'm in is, I mean, it's starting to become a lot of work. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot of shit to do with this fucking fantasy football league. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even doing near what everyone else is doing. You're not doing, you're not doing a speck, an angel hairs, an, an angel's wings worth of work. Compared nothing. to everyone else. <laughs> nothing. You're doing nothing. An angel hair's width worth of work. So, we are going into week seven, and it's bye week. Started today. Let me tell you, when I texted you today, I was like, oh my God, did you figure out your draw? Did you yeah. exchange your, your bye week, people? I literally did it. At 5.45 this morning, driving to Starbucks to get a coffee, I did all my drops and picks. Yeah. <laughs> the thing <clears throat> is, excuse me, 
<clears throat> the thing is, is Jewish dealing with the bye week is easy. Okay, I can get that down. But it's like now you've got to deal with the injured people that are not just injured and you know they're injured, but it's the questionable. Okay. And then you've also got to deal with, um, what was it? Injured, uh, reserve, being questionable, bye weeks, and something else. I was like, oh, the defense thing. Like my defense is on a bye week. And so you can't put your defense on the bench. Like you have to go get another defense or something. I was like super confused. I was like, this is a lot for me. So I did put my defense on the bench. Right. Did I you dropped get another one? one of, I, I dropped one of my bench because okay. he hasn't been doing shit and I don't care. Me too. And I don't want to lose. If I drop, if I put my defense back up, somebody will take it. My uh, defense right. is good. Mine is too. And I don't, right. I don't want to lose that. So I dropped a shitty wide receiver and I picked up a defense okay. so that I swapped out my defense and yes. then I'll swap out my defense next week. I'll drop my new, the defense I just okay. got for this week and then I'll bring in a new player. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I ended up deciding I was going to, cause I'm like, okay, wait, when we did our selection in our draft, you don't get two defenses, one to sit on your bench and one to use. So I'm like, okay, so the, the guy that works for me, he was showing me this morning, he was like, no, you need to drop a shitty player, put your defense on the bench, and then bring another defense in, which is what I did. That's guess what, what I did. Guess the defense I got. You'll never guess. I just, it was the best, it was the highest rated one. The Raiders. No, I almost picked the Raiders because you always talk about them, and that's Reed's team, but I got the Broncos. Oh, that's a good defense. Yeah. I know they were the highest rated, and the guy that works for me was like, "Oh yeah, that's good. Get the Broncos." And I was like, "Oh okay, yep. fine. That's great." Yeah, I dropped. Let's see. So I, it was funny because I was like, "I'm doing fairly well in my league," and I'm like, "Holy shit!" I can't. And I was like, "Oh my god, it's Thursday. What's my cutoff time?" So literally, the sun wasn't even up, and I'm out doing fantasy football moves. Oh right. And, uh, <laughs> and so. Because Josh Allen is my quarterback, so I dropped Josh Allen, and I picked up, um, who are they? The uh, Falcons, which are the only undefeated team. Oh, okay. So it's kind of funny. So I have, what's his, oh, Kyle Murray. Kyle Murray, and it just so happened that I got uh, the that defense as well. Oh, no, maybe I got New Orleans defense. I yeah, don't know. The but I was are- like, all my buys are taken care of for the week, so thank God. But now you're gonna have. Now you got to start watching because they just started. Now you're yeah. gonna have them. Oh right, now because the, the buys just started in week five. Right now we're in week six. We're going into week. Today started week seven, right. darling. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> buys started. So no, I think while this is week- you were gone, while you were out, I think you're wrong. We had I some. Think this is- I think I'm this not is week because six, all the buys started in oh, seven. No, you're right. And- it's seven. Yep, week seven. Well, I'm sorry. It might not have been all the buys because I think the quarterback I picked up was on a buy last week. My buys, all of my buys started this week. Right. Mine started last week, I think it was. Anyway, whatever. Um, so what was your total so points this week? That's the most important thing. Oh, my thing. total points this week was... Who won? The 135.2. See, you smoked me. I mean... Really? Christ. Yes, because Gronk is not in. Without right, Gronk, but he's still. That's true. He's like that connection for you is so many points. Yeah, 
And he, do you have him on the bench yet? Have you benched him? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, I put him on the oh, bench. Oh, good. Because I, uh, he's not playing. So it's like, what the fuck right. is the use? I need to get someone who's going to get some points in. So um, I had my week last week was eighty six. Yeah, that's but still, no. but still, <laughs> with that shitty of a week, I'm still number two in the league. That's that's crazy. I know. I bet, and I bet the guys on your league are just like, "What, what the fuck?" The act- yeah, and they're probably like, "Beginner's luck or whatever." Yeah. First time on this league, I'm sure he's gonna start. He's gonna start flailing in the middle of the season. Well, I may <laughs> if I don't get Gronk back. I need Gronk back. He's going to come back. He's got a punctured I mean, lung. How the fuck is he oh, going to come back? I know. That's true. He does. He had like, what, three cracked ribs and a punctured and a pun- lung. Yeah. How do you come back? I don't know. Right. And he's questionable. So I'm like, oh, God, fuck me yeah, hard. Just- I'll, I will <laughs> sit and suck your cock while you have a cracked rib any day. <laughs> just get that baby hard and I will just come and sit on it. <laughs> I mean, God. So fucking hot. I just always laugh about that. Just oh. makes me laugh. Oh my so god. Dumb. So eighty six to well, one thirty five. You totally yeah, smoked so, me. Smoked. Yeah, but like our five dollars on the fantasy bets. I uh, don't mean shit because my Broncos keep losing and the Buccaneers keep winning. <laughs> oh, right. Well, I mean, you're going to win the other side, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I guess it could go both ways. Our bets Yeah, against- but we have $20 on that bet. We have $5 on our fantasy. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. I'm okay, going to be down right. like $300 by the yeah. end of this. <laughs> hey, a bet's <laughs> because, a bet. Because, I mean, I at, tried the, to tell at you- the pace they're going, Buccaneers are going back to the Super Bowl. God, that's amazing. I mean, they're just winning. That motherfucker. Just winning. Um I, I don't see I don't see how they do it. I just that is just wild. That's just wild. Wild. <laughs> it is wild. Yeah. Um oh, that's funny. what else about sport your sports corner do we need to talk okay. about? Okay. While you were to- out, so first I'm just gonna ask you. And of course, I was like, I couldn't wait. I forgot that we weren't uh, recording last Wednesday, and I was like, oh, my God, I have breaking football news. And you were like, and then I'm like, we're not doing it this week, but that's okay. So do you know who John Gruden is? Mm, No. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Who the fuck is John Gruden? Never heard of him in my life. (laughs) Who is it? Am I supposed to know? I just am crying laughing. <laughs> John Gruden is deep in the NFL, and he was until Monday night, a week ago Monday, the 11th, October 11th. Okay. The Las Vegas Raiders head coach. Okay. And why is he not the head coach anymore? He resigned, was told to adios, muchacho. They were starting... So the New York Times broke this big article about emails sent from Gruden. So they're like investigating the Washington football team. And back in 2011, like long story short, all of these racist and misogynistic emails that he sent. Ooh. 
I mean, oh, so really? much that it spurred. They've pulled 650,000 emails what? sent back and forth within the NFL. You are kidding. Oh, I'm not. Ooh, the tea is hot and I am here to sip it. <laughs> oh my God. So hot. So how do I find out? I'm watching a week ago Monday Night Football and in like in the end of the first quarter break in, John Gruden has resigned, has been let go, has been asked to resign or resigned from the uh from the 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 head coach of the um, LA rate LA. Oh my God! Resigned as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. We'll have Boston more for you Raiders. at the halftime. Exactly. Boston Raiders. <laughs> and it was like what 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 what? Oh wow! So the Times broke this story with, the, and I can't find the damn emails. But stuff like they'll come he, out. Yeah, they'll come out. Yeah. I mean, I've been looking and looking, but so stuff like, um. Gruden had used racist language in a 2011 email when describing the appearance the appearance of Demora Smith, the executive director of the NFL Players Association. You know what he said in the oh email? Oh god, what? His lips look like Michelin tires. You are fucking kidding me. Not one bit. When was this 11? I mean, who put something like that in writing? Oh, shit is going to go down. So they're talking about many, um, what was it? Many in the league have learned nothing from Colin Kaepernick, the Black Lives Matter movement's influence in sports, the advocacy of the the WNBA, Carl Nassib, your man. Yes. The hottie for the Raiders. Carl Nassib and so many others. Who have moved the world of sports forward. NFL, it doesn't mean shit. So, what was it? Um, Gruden said... Oh, wait. I already, where was it? That's um, fucking crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for there's, more emails to come out. There's so many emails. He I said mean, something. Where's the one about a man? Why is it necessary oh. to write that in an email? What point is that getting across... So this is like, what he writes. And in these emails, there's all of this about gay men, black men, all of this shit. Yeah, of Totally course. misogynistic. Yeah. So, um, he's, so John Gruden said, I learned a long, I learned long ago what makes a man different is what makes him great. Gruden said in June when Nassib, when Carl Nassib, defensive end for the Raiders, announced that he was gay. As they use, again, as they use homophobic language in private and slurs all the time. Oh, my God. So it was just, it's it's kind of crazy. So they're talking a lot about how nothing ever happens when it comes down to, you know, rarely does the conversation ever focus on executives and owners you know, the right. real root of the league's continuing <coughs> disappointments. After all, the owners are the ones who hire coaches like Gruden, treating them as football royalty, giving them contracts worth tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. He was like four years mm. in Good. to a 10-year contract, Fuck losing him. $60 million. He'll never work in the NFL again. Good. Goodbye. Not co- I was like, bye. Bye. See you later. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. 
Um, is there a clip? Is there a clip you would like to play I, along with that? Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> I didn't listen to the I, clip. I, I was like, I wanted to be surprised. I only. Heard... Oh, good. I think you have it. So it's it's Gruden's apology. Oh, good. Okay, so what is this? A press conference or something? I love it. This is him. This is him announcing. Oh, I love it. Okay. All I can say is I, I'm not a racist. I don't. Uh, I can't. Uh... But you say that his that black person's lips look like Michelin tires. Got it. Okay. Let's. I just uh, but, make no, sure. no, but I'm not a racist. Right. I just want to make sure I understand this. Okay. Got it. Tell you how sick I am. I apologize. Hold on. I got to go back. I can't uh, tell you how sick I am. I apologize again to to, to D Smith. Um, but I feel good about who I am and what I've done my entire life. And um, <laughs> I apologize for the insensitive remarks. I had uh, no, uh, you know, I, I, I had no racial uh, intentions with those remarks at all. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Comparing a black man's lips <laughs> to tires, there was no right. racial intention. You were just like what? Just like that was just like that's just how you that you just talk. It's kind of like that's that just guy. how we talk in the it's, locker room. It's kind of like the the Papa John's pizza guy when he's like, you know, we've spent months and millions of dollars trying to get that word out of my head, <laughs> out of my head, out of my. It's like what hmm. the actual fuck? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. There. I don't think. And then, of course, he's like, I don't remember writing those. Of course course you don't remember writing those. Too bad we have your email signature that you wrote them. You don't remember writing that because you've probably written hundreds or thousands of things like that. So it's impossible to remember any one isolated incident. So you know what I thought was interesting? And I kind of want to hear your take on this. So, you know, he's the coach of the Raiders. And Carl Nassib is, you know, the first. NFL oh, player yes. to come out yes, and yes, practicing. It is hot. Yes. So they, you know, of course, asked him, "Do you need a mental health day?" Oh God. So here's my thing. He took a day off. So interesting. Did all of the black men take a day off? Did <laughs> oh, they right. offer that oh. up to everybody? Oh, that's hilarious. So we're going to coddle the white gay guy on the team. That is bullshit. But here's all, I mean, <laughs> just think about black history. Just right. blows. Oh, my God. Let's take, oh, Carl, we're sorry. Oh, all the, the black people and all the shit has been talked about and everything that you deal with all <laughs> right. day, every day and in sports. But can you please just keep working? That is that is interesting. You're right. The black people weren't given the the mental health day. I mean, that. and maybe they were, but of course, news the is one, like, well, Carl Nassib, well, you know, yeah. you took a day off. You needed a mental health day. I would be pissed if they wrote that about me. I would uh, be like, excuse it was, me. Uh, I heard it like on MSNBC. Like I'm on a contract, and maybe there just wasn't anything to do that day. Don't fucking say I needed a mental health day. <laughs> Like, like, like I'm sure that he's been crap. called a fag and all kinds of fucking shit until long now, up before in, long before this. I think he's probably okay with with this incident. I mean, it's not right, and it's. I mean, it's just goes. It's just what you said. The news latches onto that. The, let's coddle the white man. I mean, it's just like, why does anything that, that it just? It's not news. It's oh god. Well, I guess I it's, know. it's gossip, and I love gossip. So what am I saying? I have to say that. <laughs> But you know, so that was uh, that was my big NFL news, which yeah. is huge. I mean, actually, huge. Yeah, that is. If fucking this huge. shit, I mean, how many 
things that were talked about it's true it's like you know in the end zone they're like end racism they have this yeah. stuff they put things on oh, their right. helmets yeah and here's this guy it's like god. oh my god and i love the beginning where he's like when he says yeah. it, like, listen to it all i can say is I, i'm not a racist i don't um uh, <laughs> i'm I not a racist i'm and then he can't figure out how to say that he's not I know he stumbles around. It's uh, like, well, uh, uh, I'm not a racist. I just, you're racist. Uh, yeah, Michelin tires. That was just a Bye. comment. Uh, yeah, but here's you, what's uh, fucked uh, up. You look like Michelin tires because uh, you know that old boy likes to drive uh, race cars with Michelin tires. That's all I meant. I mean, what? Do you, how? Oh God! So yeah. fucked up. Yeah. So in, Speaking, in another article, it was like the the and I. Sorry, I'm horrible. I don't have the uh, the author of it, but they're like the thing that is so wild to me is the Wall Street Journal report came out on Friday. The team was given a tip off on Thursday that it was coming. Yet Gruden still coached over the weekend. Of course, I love it. I mean, of course. Of course, because they're all just motivated by money. That's all it all comes down to. I know. Is just and that's, the money. It is. It is. 100%. Yeah. Um, it's all the lip surface, service and yeah. everything that Roger Goodell gives it. But anywho. Correct. Well, speaking of coddling, I got to talk to you about this because this just fucking pissed me off. Because it goes to the same, the coddling of the white man. Like, this is a different kind of coddling. But California just passed a new law starting in 2024 that retailers are going to be required to have a gender-neutral toy section. So every retailer is going to have to carve out a special aisle <laughs> to have gender-neutral toys. And I'm like, what the fuck does that they even mean? They already have those. Right. What it's called the- toys. This is the focus in California. This is why, like, I get pissed off at liberalism. I will never live in California. This is why, like, I work in a job where we employ a lot of people in California, and we deal with a lot of employment laws, and that state makes it impossible for employers to do business in that state. I mean, it is so, it prevents any kind of progress. It costs so much money. It is mired in liberalism and it's like they the pendulum has swung so far to the left in that state it's now hampering any kind of progress i mean this is not the focus like you need to fucking get an eye on something much greater than a gender neutral Uh, toy section this gets me so fucking pissed can you tell me what a gender neutral toy is Right. I'm like, does that mean that what? It's like it needs to be a certain kind of packaging. It goes back to the whole Tampax tampon uh, <laughs> argument that we you and I had where it's like the transgenders are arguing about the colors of the tampon packages. It's like they need to be more gender neutral because like a trans so man, a woman who's becoming a man still has a vagina and bleeds and she doesn't want or he doesn't want to have to go to the store and get a pink box of tampons. He wants to go to the store and get a blue box or what, so, a yellow box? What is, is a gender-neutral color? This is what I want to know. Is the entire aisle going to be beige gray. and puce? Right. I think puce. Or, yeah, gray. Like, <laughs> or no gray, yeah, because, I mean, you're going to have to all colors of why the can't, rainbow. Uh, why can't Toys be, are gender-neutral. Right. Why can't a, a boy go get a doll, and that's gender-neutral? It's gender a, just neutral. a doll. Like what's what's the problem? What if a girl well goes and picks up a transformer? What what it, how are you going to make the trans tra- a transformer is gender neutral? 
but you don't yeah. know if it's a girl or a guy in, as the Transformer. I mean, this is the stupidest fucking shit I've ever heard. Like, we are so f- over here focused on this shit. And we need to Another be- reason that the Republicans are lockstep and the yep. <laughs> Democrats yep. can't get anything done. And we are just fucking sitting on our ass, on our thumbs. <laughs> We're focusing on this shit. So we can try to make everybody happy. Everybody <laughs> gets to be a winner. Everyone's happy. You get a Everyone toy, gets Susie. a participation. You Everyone get gets participation awards. Yep, Johnny, you get something, and it's all neutral. You're not a boy, and you're not a girl. It's gender neutral, because maybe you don't know what you are yet. Okay, that's fine. I'm all about it. I'm all yeah, about be I'm who totally you want to be. Yeah, totally all about it. But then why go pick the that... toy that you want to play with. Correct. Go get the toy you want. Why do we have to make retailers now go spend the money on this? Like, get a fucking life. Get a fucking <laughs> oh life. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I think we should leave the dance floor and get back to dancing before well, we, we just the... get pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> well, no, I turned the dance floor music off. We've That's moved true, on. That's true, you did. Yeah. I thought maybe we had moved out. Of the... We moved out into the void. <laughs> <laughs> We're done with dancing. I'm pissed now. <laughs> But no, speaking of like in kind of like the coddling, did you watch that Dave Chappelle Netflix? So is it his most recent one that I'm hearing yeah. about? The one that's caused all this, this, um, no, uh, but I love Dave Chappelle. So I'll, I, yeah, I have not seen it yet. I love Dave Chappelle and I watched it cause I was like, all right. It's cause he evidently like the gay community and the trans community is coming after him. And this kind of dovetails from this whole gender neutral yeah. thing. Because he took a lot of shit from the gay community for his last special because he made a lot of jokes about them. And, you know, I watched it and I'm like, okay, it's funny. It's Dave Chappelle doing his thing. Making fun of everybody. Making fun of everyone and everything. Comedy. And I'm like, it's called comedy. It's called a fucking joke. Like, Dave Chappelle, obviously, it's kind of like I think about like Howard Stern. Like, Howard Stern, there is no bigger champion for gay rights and trans rights than Howard Stern. Like he genuinely, you believe it. He talks about it. He has talked about it for years. I love him so much because he is unwavering in his support for gays, lesbians, transsexuals, huge supporter. But Mm -hmm. he then turns around and does bits where he's like, you know, he's a gay guy. He was gargling cum once on the air years ago. And he, you know, he does these, you know, all these people that work for him write these bits where it's like, you know, gay people in their lisp. And like, you know, he takes the stereotype <laughs> and they write these funny it bits. turns it up. And they're fucking funny. That doesn't mean that Howard Stern hates gay people. No, like he's one not of the, at all. He's one of the, it's a, actually, it's a compliment, almost, honestly. It's like almost like a compliment to, for, for them to like play those. I look at it as that. I'm like. This is hysterical that they've put their energy into taking something gay and making it this funny. Like, I right. love it. I love it when Howard and them do stuff, you know, make fun of gay people and take the stereotype. I think it's hysterical. It's fucking comedy. And Dave Chappelle did that, but he kind of took it to another level when it comes to trans in his special. Like, he went hard. Now, you get the sense that he is appreciative and he respects the trans community and the gay community, but I also get the sense of like that he is just a little pissed off. And he wrote some jokes that were, I think, were really funny. I can maybe see how other people. Oh my God, I don't want you to tell. I don't want to hear him. (laughs) I won't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to read them to you. Okay, I'm going to go because, watch it. Because I mean, to watch Dave Chappelle, you can't like repeat a Dave Chappelle joke. It's not like a knock knock joke. Right. 
True. You need to like listen to the whole hour because the first he you know he weaves it all together. Yeah. But but he essentially he does. I will say one thing. Like he starts talking about trans pussy and he starts saying, "Well, you know that ain't real pussy. It's more like beyond pussy. It's more like it's more like impossible pussy." Like and he's trying to make a joke <laughs> about like beyond burgers or impossible burgers. Impossible and I'm like, burgers. That's a good fucking joke. Yeah. People have gone insane. Like. They they want him canceled. They want his likeness to be removed from the Netflix offices. He I'm like, owns Netflix. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. I'm like, back to the coddling. Now here we go. Now we're gonna try to make everybody happy. We're gonna like take off Dave Chappelle from Netflix. We're gonna cancel him. We're gonna cancel the contract. We're never gonna let him be on TV again because of this. I'm like, again, I think the focus is wrong. I. I don't know. I'm not trans, but I am gay. And he did make some gay jokes. And I, maybe I'm just a piece of shit gay, but I thought they were funny. I didn't have a problem with them. <laughs> I, they're funny. Funny is funny. <laughs> you have to laugh at yourself, like right. what Rue says. Like, if you can't laugh at yourself, how the hell are you going to laugh at somebody else? Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. I mean, it's just fucking like, God, we're just to a level that just makes me just crazy. 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 I don't I hear know. You. Well, it's almost like okay. So the only people that get make the only people that get to make fun of gay people are gay people. The only right. funny people that get to make trans jokes are transgender comedians. Yeah. The only people that get to make black jokes are black comedians. The only right. people that get to make white ones are white. It's just like yep. okay. Yep. Yep. Okay, just continue to separate. I mean, funny is funny. Well, he he made a joke. He was like, "Some of y'all think that that I got a problem with gay people." And you listen to my comedy, and you've listened to it over the years, and obviously, that's totally wrong. Because I got a problem with white people. <laughs> and like, I mean, he says something like that. I mean, and it's funny. It's I mean, hilarious. Does and Dave he's Chappelle, the fucking king. He is. And he's like, it's like, does Dave Chappelle have a problem with white people? White people have probably treated him like shit. Yeah, because he's black, and black people get treated by shit by white people. And but, he lives in the middle of Ohio. And he lives in the middle of Ohio, right. But I'm like, does Dave Chappelle hate white people? I, I, I'm listening to him, and I'm like, I don't think so. I think he's really just trying to write a joke, people. <laughs> and they're funny. Yeah, and they're funny. Lighten up. Lighten up. <laughs> Gets me so pissed. So pissed. I love when you get riled up. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's true, though. It's, go I, watch I it. I absolutely agree. You go I watch it. Too. It's only an hour long. It's great, you know. He's, I think it was, I thought, and he even says, he's kind of like, this is my last, my last, um, this is my last special for a while. He's like, this is it, guys. And he's, he's basically saying, you you want to attack me? I'm fucking sick of this shit. Fuck you. I don't need you. That's kind of the He's probably going to keep doing, you know, what he did over the pandemic is right. he opened up basically a nightclub in the middle of a farm. <laughs> I know. Right. And all the names, everybody was yep. go. Everybody goes there. Yep. It's it's yep. it's shitty. I don't know, but he's that's why I say it sounds like he's kind of like a little bit pissed because yeah. he's he's basically like this is it for a while, guys. He's like this is all I'm out. It's like it, it's basically like the world is to a, at a place where that's like that I'm checking doesn't out. Doesn't appreciate. Fuck yep. you, right? He's like it's, he said something about it being art, and I'm like it is art. What he? It's, oh my it's god! An art form. Beyond art. Yeah, Any it's comedian, an art form. not beyond. Like, it is art. Thing, the thing that I was thinking of is like Joan Rivers. If Joan Rivers were alive, God rest her soul. I've been thinking about her every day. Oh, Joan. But like Joan Rivers made fun of fucking everyone and everything. Everyone. Oh my God. She made fun of so much and she wouldn't stop. 
If it was today's, Never. I would. I would love to see Joan see what she was saying right now. Yeah, because I mean, since she's died like five years ago or whatever it's been, like the world has changed a lot in a terms lot. of political correctness. Like we've gone down a road that's just like whoa. Like people like Dave like, Chappelle get off that road. Yeah, it's like people can't even say anything. He's like, you know, I can't even write comedy anymore. He's like, you, you go watch it. You'll it's it'll be. I'll be interested to see, and watch it with Rita. I want to hear yeah, Rita's take on it. I want to hear. I mean, Rita is not trans, but he is black, and so I would love to hear what he thinks about kind of what he's saying because he does make a lot of black jokes in it too. Yeah, I think Rita I, we're going to go funny. watch it because he was just talking about it the other day. You've so got to watch it with Rita. We'll it. You've got to go watch it, please. It's good. All right. Well, I must tell you. Yeah. I was just going to say I got to go pack. I know you got to go pack. Where are you going? Oh my God! Wait. Oh, hold on. Stop the music. Stop the press. Heidi's, what? Okay, we got to do one thing. It's Heidi's birthday tomorrow. Oh, no, oh, I yes. almost got away with oh, it. Oh, you t- almost. Uh-uh. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Stop the music, everyone. Pay attention, please. <laughs> Heidi's birthday is tomorrow. The wonderful host of WGRL with me is... Love, Cope, but love being a coho. Love being a coho. Uh, last year, if you listen, if you go back and listen to the show in October, we did a little birthday show for Heidi and the whole show was pretty much cause she was here in New York. And mm-hmm. so like I had given her some gifts and stuff and she was open to everything up. But the, I think the greatest gift I gave her was I made a little tribute to her and her clearing her of her throat and her coughing with a happy birthday song with a little bit of her lung oysters. <laughs> Peppered, peppered through the song. So it wouldn't be Heidi's birthday if we didn't dust out that song and play it one more time for her birthday this year in 2021. So everybody together, join me in singing Happy Birthday to Heidi. She's gonna kill me. Happy birthday, dear Heidi. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Heidi. Happy birthday to you. Pardon me. <laughs> That's the best. Pardon me. That's the best part. Pardon me. Pardon me. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm not. You know what I love? I'm a year older. I can handle it more. I'm not can. embarrassed. My <laughs> my coughing has gotten so much better. So much whatever better. Whatever the hell that is. Because so. that was, whoa. When you first played that for me last year, <laughs> I was crying from embarrassment, joy, love, and hatred. I know. <laughs> Oh my god! You actually, you don't really clear your throat or cough like that hardly ever. No, I mean it was clearly you can hear it in that song. Wow! <laughs> oh my god! I bad. still cannot believe I made that. Oh, holy you're amazing. That shit. will be that is a gift that keeps on it's, giving. It's the gift that will continue to keep on giving every year. That's going to be a tradition. You know it's going to be. We oh have my to god! That. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah, that was from our great. first year on the air. Of course, that's like I know. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> That is iconic. I was there in the middle of a pandemic. I was there this time last year. I know. 
I did travel a lot during that PD, didn't I? <laughs> you did. Look at that. This is a long show. Sorry, people, for keeping you so long. I hope we have entertained you here at WGRL Radio. We ask WGRL that, Radio. We ask that you go be sure and like, subscribe, and comment wherever you listen to us. And fucking call. And fucking call, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. See you on the dance floor. Line back around again.